0: It's time for Real Estate Roundup. This is the time every single week we get together with noted real estate agent Terry Story. Terry is a 29 year veteran with Keller Williams, located in Boca Raton, Florida. Welcome back to the show, Terry. Thanks for having me, Steve. You know, last week we talked about the right to inspect. And as we were discussing this show this week, you said you wanted to get into more detail because I know this is important. What is it that you want to tell us?
1: You know, Steve, a lot of people don't realize. And they don't understand what it means as is with right to inspect. And especially the sellers, they get a little frustrated when, you know, that you've negotiated a deal that are selling it as is, but they don't understand with the right to inspect. So this is what it means. So the buyer reserves the right to have the property inspected. And if they don't like it, they have three choices. They can accept the contract the way it is, the condition of the property and move forward. B, they can try to renegotiate with the seller. Or C, just flat out walk away. Now, the problem is there's a time limit. There's usually, say, anywhere from seven to 10 days, depending on what you negotiate, to get those inspections completed. Mm. So typically what happens is, you know, let's say it's 10 days that you have for the inspections. You get the report back on day eight. You go through the report. It's now day nine. Mm. You want the house, but there's items on that report you want the seller to take care of. So on day nine, you tell your agent and you reach out to the seller and say, hey, Mr. Seller, I, you know, I, I like to move forward, but I want you to take care of these two items. And then the seller says, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and take care of it. Well, you really have to cement that in writing. If you don't have that in writing and you're taking the word that the seller is going to take care of it, you're putting yourself in jeopardy here because, A, you don't have it in writing. The seller can you know, decide he's not going to do it. You have to proceed because, you know, once you get to day 10, you can lose your deposit yeah. if you, you know, don't go through with it or you have to, you know, keep going forward with the condition in which the property has is, is been presented to you. So, so
0: let, let me ask you this question. Let, let me just interject here. So first sure. of all, that sounds incredibly nerve wracking.
1: It is very nerve wracking as an agent when you're watching the clock and you know that they verbally have put things together, but now you're trying to put it in writing. And so, what's really tricky about getting in writing, if your cutoff is, you know, 5 p.m., and it's the day of, you know, the, the last day, and you're putting it in a writing, and the buyer says, okay, I'm going to proceed. Here's what I want the seller to take care of. Mm-hmm. Yet the seller doesn't sign it by five o'clock. Well, yeah. guess what? You could be, you know. Yeah. So, here's what's important you've got to put the proper language. And when you write up those addendums, basically, you're going to say something to the effect. And again, consult your attorney because I don't want to give you the exact language of what should be written in there. But the idea is you go back to the buyer in the event that the contract isn't executed by, you know, five o'clock, you know, this day, then the buyer reserves the right to cancel this contract under the as is with right to inspect clause. So you're making a statement, you're sharing with the seller, Mr. Seller, if you don't sign this and you don't agree with this by such and such a time, I still am reserving my right to cancel the contract. That's your safety
0: net. Okay, but let's talk about the other side of the transaction. You as a buyer have put down a deposit. Right. The inspection, you've got 10 days. The inspection comes back in day eight. You've got now 48 hours to submit a new addendum and get it signed by both parties.
1: Correct. If you're asking them to make repairs, correct.
0: Yeah. So- and if it's not done within the 10 days, you're going to lose your deposit?
1: Well, no, you're not going to lose your deposit. You're going to lose your right to get anything done. You're going to
0: oh, okay.
1: be forced to proceed in the as-is condition. Oh, okay. And if you choose not to, then you're going to lose your deposit.
0: So if you submit it in writing as the buyer, it's still not considered enough because you have to have the seller's signature as well.
1: That's correct. And this is where we get, I see a lot of contracts get into big trouble because they'll verbally have said they agree to do it, but you can't rely on that. You have to follow it up in writing Mm -hmm. unless you're really willing to accept the fact that if they don't do it, it's as is.
0: Which if you found problems, you're not going to be willing to do that.
1: Right. It depends on how serious it is. Some of these issues, some of the buyers will say, well, if the seller will take care of it, it'll make me happy. Yeah. Okay depends on the severity of it. But you know, if you really want the seller to take care of something, what's important to understand is there is a timeline. It has to be fully executed by that
0: mm-hmm.
1: time and day.
0: Yeah. Do it right and do it quick.
1: Correct. Do okay. it right. Do it quick. Don't dilly-dally. I can't tell you how many times you know I, I beg my buyers, order the inspection immediately after yeah. we've got an executed contract because right. it takes sometimes four or five days for mm-hmm. an inspector to get out
0: there. And then they got to actually- Create the and then report. they got to do it yeah, and okay. then get the
1: report back to you. And then if there's issues, you might want to research it. Uh, and now you find yourself, you're up against the 10th day or the 7th day, whatever the end of the inspection period is.
0: Okay. And you're scrambling. As my father used to say, forewarned is forearmed.
1: That's right. I think we get it.
0: Let's change gears here. So here's a question. Condo owners are sometimes at odds with the board. Because sometimes the board wants to do renovations, and there's individuals who live in the condo that feel that they can do those renovations. And you've got an example here where an elevator was going to be replaced, and there was a demand that the association retained certain tenants because they had internal expertise. What's the deal on that? we got about a minute left.
1: Yeah, no good. Don't do it. No good. Um, here's the, <laughs> no good, no way, Jose. <laughs> Here's the problem. As a board, you have the responsibility to hire currently licensed professional people. And you're also creating a huge liability, a catastrophic liability potential for your association for loss of insurance coverages if there's problems arise. It's a great idea and thought of having somebody within the association take care of these things, but they can work along the side with the contractor, maybe be a liaison. Mm-hmm. If you will, uh, maybe watch uh, over internal them. Expertise. Yeah, but report back to the board. Don't even touch it with a 10 foot pole. Yeah. Do it right. Hire someone else.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the board's got fiduciary responsibility here. You want to have someone that's a licensed in the state. You also want to take bids from people who are in the business, and you want to be very, very careful. We are out of time. My guest, as always, is Terry Story. Terry is a 29 year veteran with Keller Williams located in Boca Raton, Florida, and she can be found at TerryStory.com. Thanks, Terry.
1: Thanks for having me, Steve.